Hey guys, it's Naylor. If you wanted another way to show your support for the LCR Media Podcast, I put together some merch just for the LCR Media Podcast. It's exclusive hoodies, stickers, and some other merchandise that you can check out in the show notes. You can also go on the YouTube channel at LCR and see the visuals underneath any video that you play. You can see exactly what this merchandise looks like. So go ahead and check that out if you want us to show support for the show. I definitely appreciate you listening, leaving those five-star rating reviews, and additionally, maybe picking up some gear. Thanks, guys. Here we go. Well, thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro, and we are here with Paul on the Summer Road Tour, or he's here, I should say, and we have a lot of local Virginia folks that I invite over to my humble abode here out outside uh, waterfront on my patio and deck, just hanging out, having a good time, making some good content for you guys and sharing everyone's story. And with me on this episode, I've got Melvin. How are you, Melvin? I'm good. Why don't you introduce yourself, your name of your company, um, obviously your your full name and where you live and a little bit about yourself. All right. I'm, I'm Melvin Mast and my company's name is Mass Lawn Care, of course. Yeah. Um, started out that way, wasn't nothing too professional, <laughs> but now it's turning into what it is. But uh, I'm actually from Scottsville, Virginia. Okay. Uh, an hour and a half so from, north, from here. North of here. Northwest okay. of here. Just south of Charlottesville. People might know where that's at. But Yeah. What, um, how long have you been in lawn care? I, I've been you know, thinking about this and thinking, you know, it's been back. I mean, this is my third year full time. Um, but I did it on the side for probably 10 years now, 10, 11 years, somewhere in there. Okay. Um, at the beginning, it was just a, some way to make a little extra money. And then my, my son was in lawn care back then. And so I kind of took over some of his properties and, you know, and he got out of it and I kind of kept some of these Saturday properties and, Got to and, and basically um, didn't think I could make a, a business out of it. And uh, the back then, is I found I found um, YouTube videos and f- actually Brian Shane was the first one. You know, with, nice with, with top the, notch, the, long the top care. notch. Found him on YouTube and I was like, got to listening. You know, and these guys all all of you guys have uh, you know you could do this, you could do this. You know, right. And so I was, you know, there for a few years, just to really pushed to, to 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 get everything in order before I could quit my job and go full time. And it's been it's been tough, but it's also been good. It's been I love it. It's yeah. so much better than working for somebody else. And yeah, you know, you just got to yeah. It's a lot of work, but it's 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 rewarding. Sure. You know. What what um what did you do before this? You said you before you quit your your. I actually, that was a, a sawyer at a sawmill for. 30 plus years. You okay. know, just, the last place I was at was almost 20 years I was there. And of course, they could care less about it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. They, there's no yeah. retirement. And there's yeah. nothing, you know. Jeez, it's, that's got to be a rough, rough one. Yeah. yeah. It was, um, Did you have any kind of um, lawn care experience other than, I mean, I guess just like as a homeowner, right? No, not really. You know, that was that was it. I had, uh, uh, of course, grew up on a farm, so you kind of, uh, you know. Pick that some things. It was, you know, so you, so you, you, I was used to working outside and right. working at a sawmill. I was working in a booth up. Oh, 10 hours a day and yes it's nice to have ac and heat and all that yeah but hated it you know just sitting there running the machine all day just boring is you know and uh but 
yeah, other than just just doing my own yard, you know, because I'm somewhat mechanically inclined, so it's, it's not that hard to pick up some of this stuff. But right. I still have a lot to learn, but I'm, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, rookie for life. You, know, I'm always, you should <laughs> always be learning, you know, Absolutely. always learning and growing. If you're not learning, you're not growing. And if you're not growing, what what are you doing? Then right. They say dying right. if you're not right. growing. So you want to make sure you're always living and learning so that you're growing. So that's a good attitude to have. Um, what, what, how did that, what did that transition look like? I mean, so you, you were still, I'm assuming, working. Yeah. I think you alluded to this, right? You were yeah. working at the sawmill yes. and starting helping out with your son helping your yes. son out and picking up more yards and kind of figuring it all out i guess watching right. top notch and some other folks right. on youtube to kind of really get it get a, a business going right. pretty much right right that you know it, it, as i said I, was, I helped him some on the for at the beginning and then uh kind of took over some of his yards on saturdays I actually come up here in midlothian and one of the routes i was taking for the long drive but well i wasn't quite i didn't live in scottsville then. i live in farmville then so but still it was it was a long yeah, drive farmville's not too far from here you know it's, i guess it's, still, it's kind of it's not as far as where you are now just probably opposite not. direction it's, it still was a long drive yeah. you know but i mean back then it didn't matter you know yeah. you didn't know any better right but uh so, you know, and basically for the first few years, I didn't really push trying to find other yards. I had enough for two couple Saturdays, you know, and and uh, helped him some. Then he quit completely, and I just took over some of these, those yards and kind of kept that going. And But when I started doing this, then it just, I mean, it just kind of, you know, picked up yards here and there and started uh, pushing it a little bit more. I really didn't push it much until the last probably about five years ago i said i'm i want to i want to do this i want to get you know and i'm i'm not young anymore so it's a little, yeah. little different than some people you know? but uh um so then it starts you know start pushing it more and um picked up enough yards that i was making i was working 50 to 55 hours a week at the sawmill and yeah. then working saturdays and sundays and oh. just and if it rains you were working nights trying yeah. to know oh, it was awful but yeah <laughs> but you know i had to get that to that point where right. I felt like I can make enough money to make it, you know. Right. So you uh, finally got to that point, and then, then it was right. easier because you had more right. flexibility in your schedule because now you weren't juggling two jobs. Right. You were focusing on on this Right. And, and, you know, I'd, I'd taken all my – those few years, I had put all the money back in pretty much into the lawn care, you know, buying equipment, buying – you know, so when I – yeah, I had, I had some financing on a few mowers, but it's, it's the same – most of the stuff was paid off, and they gave me a little bit of a boost to start off with, but uh, – yeah, it was, uh, and of course I didn't make a lot of money that first year. Right. You know, thankful yeah. my wife was making some money to live off of. But, uh, nice. But you know, it's been steady yeah. growing, you know. I, I had a similar situation too. A lot of people, you know, as people come new to like, content you know they find me on youtube or instagram or whatever they don't necessarily always know the whole backstory and right. they just see whatever they see and i have to constantly try and remember to say this for to people that it took me you know many years to get to this point as well as i didn't just like jump out of the gate quit my retail corporate job go all into lawn care and, and have it be super successful and replace my retail income right. immediately. It took uh, several years for that. And my wife had a full-time job at the time. So if it wasn't for that, I don't know what would have happened. I most likely wouldn't have been able to make that transition right. as fast as I did. I probably would have just strung it along and been super stressed out working part-time lawns like a lot of people do and probably are still doing while working 60 plus hours in retail management. Right. It was just crazy. And it was, it was just really beating me down, you know, 
you know, emotionally, physically, all that stuff. So I, I was able to make that transition because my wife was able to help support us financially. So right, it wasn't right. like I had to like immediately recover that income. I was able to kind of quickly build back up to that. Um, so I, I say that because you had, you mentioned that too, that right. your wife was able to help out too. So that's right. a big deal, you know, for people that are in that situation or they're, they're, they're unsure of, you know, going from part-time to full-time or this or that. And that's, that's kind of a key thing. It's like, Hey, look, like I didn't just jump right in without any kind of plans. Right. Like my wife had a job, so there was already income there that with, with whatever I was making, it just, it allowed me to be able to make that transition. Right, like, right. you know, otherwise you, I would have had to have the, the boat a lot closer to the dock before I could jump in like that. If I was the sole income, you know, sole provider, unless right. I was like, you know, living with my parents or something. A lot of guys are doing right. that, so it's a little bit easier and so on. So everyone has a different situation. I think it's really important to know that and also to know what your situation is and make sure that you're making the right choices right, right. so you don't, you know, end up like, because then you might scramble and make some tough decisions, take on too much work or the wrong work. And you really got to calculate it. Yes, we're just mowing lawns, as people would say at the end of the day, but there's a lot more to it when you're really digging right. into it and you start doing it year after year, right? Right, right. So you're, so you're still solo? I'm still, yes. Yeah. For the most part. Now, my stepson is helping me some. Right. And, you know, when he's out of school, but yeah. I'm still solo, and yeah. which is is tough. Yeah, it's challenging, <laughs> it's, right? It has it's challenging. Challenge. It's challenging, but at the same time, I'm not dealing with somebody not showing up right. <laughs> unless it's me. <laughs> right, exactly. But, yeah, but, uh, it makes for some long days, especially this year. I've, you know, it's hard for me to say no, and then, right. so you end up with, with more than you should, really. Right, <laughs> but, right. But, what uh, what are some of the other challenges you had mentioned? You know that it's you know you don't have to worry about working for someone else and those kind of things. But obviously, it has its challenges. What are some of those challenges that you found? You know, some of the challenges are just it's just the uh, I don't know as much as I should probably. Um, okay. But then, you know, the the whole uh, I I don't have problem doing the work. My biggest challenge is probably the bookwork part of it. That's tough for me. Yeah. You know, it's it's just I hate it. And, you know, so, yes, I have some systems in place that help, but I'm still behind, you know, always just behind on that, you know. Thankfully, one of the things that that were drilled into me a few years ago was to get caught on file and, you know, I I use Jobber um, and QuickBooks and so forth. And, uh, you know, that has helped a lot, you know. Uh, but it's still, at the same time, you know, it's, it's still that's the part of it I hate. Right. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the you, day, you still have to enter stuff. You still have to do some stuff. You know. Yeah, for but, sure. Uh, but at least I get paid, and I do. You know, that that part of it's <laughs> right. good. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> thank good God then. for those those systems. Yeah. You know, that, in place. I'm glad that you that you mentioned that because that's an important thing. I think. Was there a time where you were hesitant to like? Because that's an investment. It's not free. Right. You know what I mean. You have to pay for that stuff. Right. But were you? I think a lot of guys get hung up in that. They're like, oh, I can't afford it. It's like you can't afford not to, right? <laughs> right. That's that's my opinion. I did use yard books for two years, I think, or something like that. Or yeah, I think so. Which that was I, I used the free version. Right. And. It was a little bit more work than what Jobber is, but at the same time, he didn't have that investment. But uh, I do like I do like Jobber. You know, some of the systems are a little bit easier and so forth. But uh, it's definitely worth it, the money. I mean, it's and the same way with the cards on file. You know, people say, "Well, okay, you got to pay the three percent or whatever it is." You know, that's just that's that's that's, that's so a convenience much, fee for you to be able to get your money you know, I don't super even, fast. And I hear people say, "Well, you need to charge your customers that." 
that percentage. No, it, it, to me, it's worth it just because right. I don't have to deposit checks. I don't have to wait on checks. I don't have to knock on doors and try to get money. A hundred percent. You know, it's like the cost of business. Just it, factor that absolutely. in. Absolutely. It is. Factor that in your pricing. Raise your prices a, a little bit to incorporate that. I mean, even a dollar more, you know, per cut. I mean, that's going to should, right. should even out right. you know, for that monthly cost of 3% or, you know, yeah, or right. whatever. Absolutely. So, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I'm glad that you, uh, you discovered that. How, how long were you... Were you in business before you finally got some of those systems in place? You know, I was, uh, I think I used, I'm on my second year, second year with Jobber. So I've used it now for four years. So it was actually before I was actually officially business, you know. So right, I, right. Um, yeah, I've been officially in the business since 2017 as far as a, you know, actually, you know, registering as a, as a business. Right. But, uh. I think I pretty much started right off the bat with, you know, when I was became official, you know. That's good. That's um, good. Yeah, because and it, it, it all goes back to listening to y'all guys and, yeah. and, and uh, it's been such a help for me. If you haven't registered for the GIE Plus Expo 2021, then you can still save 50% off your registration with code VIPLCR. Again, just go ahead and enter in VIPLCR in the coupon code section, or you can click the link in the show notes of this podcast on the app that you're listening to. There's a link, you click on it for the GIE Plus Expo registration, and you get 50% off. Kanabi Outdoor Power and Terry's Small Engine are family-owned and operated and conveniently located in Midlothian, Virginia. They can provide you with the latest and best in outdoor power products to make your outdoor living more enjoyable. Combine this wide array of selections with their friendly and knowledgeable staff, and they're convinced Kanabi Outdoor Power and Terry's Small Engine will become your only stop for all of your outdoor power needs. Go to terrysmallenginerepair.com or click the link in the show notes for locations and more details. Yeah, that's yeah. that that that's awesome. That the community basically was able to help you, absolutely. You know, learn these things, and that's that's pretty much what all of us are doing this for is to just share our trials and tribulations, help shorten that curve, that learning curve, and right. build a network of peers and mentors, and just have a good time and 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 uh, just help help our fellow, you know, brothers and sisters right. out because right. it's going right. to make us all better you know in the long run i mean i learned stuff from you guys you guys hopefully will learn stuff from me and vice you know and all the other everyone in this community and that's what makes it so great so um where 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 do you see your company going like what are some of your goals i I don't i don't have a five-year plan i don't like you do that's fine (laughs) but uh you know and i was you know I've said so far, you know, well, as long as I make enough money to, to live on, I'm happy with that. And, uh, you know, if solo is fine. But now after this year, I'm, I'm seriously considering maybe, I should, you know, because I'm, I'm turning down work constantly and, and just not enough hours in the day. And, right. You know, it, and I'm getting, you know, I'm 56, so my body's starting to ache at, you know, yeah. hurt in places right. that that eater doesn't like me to get. Right, <laughs> right. So, I, you know, it's, it's great to have a... a it would be great, man. And I'm, I see maybe probably going with, with getting some help probably in the future here, you yeah. know, just, just to help me out, you know? Yeah. Um, as far as, you know, and I, and I don't really have goals to get huge. I'm not, I'm, that's just not who I am. Right. You know? So yeah, whatever your happiest, whatever you know, your sweet spot is. Right. Yeah. I think everyone needs to find their sweet spot to begin with and don't get caught up with, 
And which is good because, you know, you talk about social media and all and top notch and all the different people that inspired you to, and, and you helped you learn things. But I didn't I don't see you like getting caught up in like, oh, I have to have the biggest, baddest, this, any other thing. I have to have all no. these trucks and trailers and mowers. And, you know, some people can kind of get lost in that. And, and they especially if they get into debt, that's even worse just because of that. And that might not even be the right fit for them, the right setup or whatever. You know, you got to find the right yards, the right, you know, customers, the right services. I mean, for you, mm-hmm. not not what mm-hmm. I say or top notch says or whoever, you Correct. know what I mean? Like it's, I kind of take a little bit from everybody and I'm like, Oh, that's a good idea. Maybe I can tweak it or use that exact idea for my business or, or that's not going to apply to my business. You know, like right. everyone kind of needs to know what exactly um, is going to work the best for them and, and not get caught up in that. So it, it seems like to me that, that you were able to stay focused on what, right. what you want and you don't want to be this big business. And that's, that's perfectly right. fine. Some of the biggest businesses are the most unhappy people, you know, cause that, they, that's have what to, I keep hearing. <laughs> they have to manage a lot of stuff, but there, there's obviously people with big businesses that are loving life. Right. I mean, right. you know, a friend of mine, Marvin Salcedo over in uh, Tyler, Texas with Salcedo lawn. Um, he, he, He's loving life, man. He's crushing it. You know, over a million, multi-million dollar business over there. You know, I think he's has partners with another company now and they're just growing, growing, growing. And he, but he's just like living life because he just loves what he does. And he found right. the right, the right way for him, the right business set up. And he's right. had multiple businesses to get to where he's at. And now he just has it down pat. Now it's like, let's just go, let's go for it. So obviously there's people that are meant for that, right. love that. Right. He's like, there's no ceiling for me. Like I, you know, right. 5 million, I'm down 10 million. I'm down. Like, I'm just going to keep growing when I can grow, you know, and where I can grow and all that. But he's, he's got down pat, but that doesn't mean you, that's the only way, you know what I mean? Right. Like, there's plenty of solo guys such as yourself and myself. I mean, I have employees, but I'm still, you know, very small, you know, one crew. Um, so, I mean, we can be happy doing that too. I mean, I ultimately want to have a couple of crews, but just because my lifestyle and putting my kids through college and all that and different expenses. So everyone's in different points of lives and family and have different needs and wants and as well as tolerances, you know, like are you built for big business or are you not? And it's okay if you're not, it's what's whatever's good for you. You know, not, not everyone is built for small business. So, you know, you do, you do what works best for you. So I'm glad that you got that figured out. Um, Yeah. So, um, do you have any, any words of advice or things that you've kind of learned as you, as you went along over the years that you can share with anyone that's new, just starting out or wanting to? There again, you know, I mean, y'all, y'all say this whole thing about know your numbers and stuff. And I don't know that I know my numbers like I should, but I know in the past I have, you know, I've had my prices, I've had to, you know, and, and I still... I still have yards that I need to get rid of and, and so forth, you know, and, and as that's my, probably my biggest goal is to get out of some of the trashy stuff that I'm into, <laughs> you yeah. know, that you just take anything at the first yeah. year or two, you know, and, yeah. and, uh, but, and, and it's gotten to where this year I've been able to turn down yards that I didn't want and so forth and, 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 and all that. But as far as, um, I don't know. I don't really know that I know that much. Yeah. Enough to, well, that's so green. That, and, and <laughs> but that's a good one, though, you know, trying to focus on the right type of yards and things. And that that's, reminds me of something I wanted to ask um, earlier is what, what kind of yards do you have? Like, what, or what's your ideal yard? It seems like you have a mix, but what's your yeah. ideal yard? I, mean, I, I do have a mix, but I, I'm... Where I'm located, my my town is very small. I mean, it's real small. No no stoplights even. You know, wow. So, so I, you know, and I'm 20 miles from Charlottesville to even get in. Now there are places around where there's there's housing development somewhat, you know. But most of my yards actually have turned into this country yards. 
And so I'm mowing a lot of weeds, which is <laughs> a lot of which, acres which, of weeds, a lot right? of acres of weeds, you know, so, yeah. you know, most of my yards are acre and up, you know, and I'll get wow. up to five acres, you know, you know, that way. And I do have a few smaller ones, but I just about as soon get rid of them. Although you can make a little money on them, if, but right. they're not all manicured like yours are. Right. Here, so they don't like to pay a whole lot. Yeah. You know? And, gotcha. you know, right now, probably 90 well, eighty-five percent of my yards are bi-weeklies because mm-hmm. they're, they're the bigger properties, and they're the all bigger weeds. properties. They don't, it's not irrigator, you, you know, nothing. So you in the spring, and if it gets rain like last summer, right. it gets a little heavy. But other than that, it's just you know you don't. It's really not a weekly yard, and right. the few weeklies I have right this year were so dry that they're, they've turned into bi-weeklies too because there's nothing there to cut. Yeah. You know? these people yeah. don't water their yards. It's, you know, right. and if you got two acres of yard, you're not going to water it. Right. You know? You're just gonna let it go yeah. and let it do what it's got to do. But, you just uh, want to keep it maintained, yeah. So well, that, that's that's you know that's a little different from some people, but uh, then, then biweekly also works good for me as far as when it turns dry. Ninety percent of the time, you're still cutting that right. yard, you know. Right. Um, and I've said stuff like that before that I'm not a you know there's there's true biweekly and then there's the people that are just have yards like this that are just right. looking to save a buck. Right. And you're over here like double, triple, quadruple cutting right. that's, what should be a weekly good. yard, and you can't charge them enough for that. No. You know they're not going to pay double, and that's what you should be charging them for the double of the time right. you're on their property so i mean there's true bi-weekly and there's cheap people right. trying to be bi-weekly right. so true bi-weekly is what you're talking about you know the weedy yards that aren't irrigated that just need to be maintained a couple of times a month based on the weather really right. is what it comes down if it rains a lot then then weeds are, are popping off and you might have to hit them you right. know every week in some cases that crabgrass gets pretty thick and crazy so you <laughs> got to keep up with it you know so it all depends but those are true bi-weekly and that's fine and then you can double up instead of 40 counts you can have 80 counts you know and then just as long as you right. split them up and right. it doesn't get messed right. up, you know? And so, I mean, there's, there's, there's still ways to do it, you know, right. and that's perfectly fine. And there's t- towns around the outskirts of Midlothian, like Powhatan, Amelia. These are very rural areas where people are the, similar to what right. you're saying. A lot right. of acres, a lot of times people maintain it themselves. They've got their tractors right. or zero turns. They got their Toro zero turn or something. They're out there just zipping through, you know, spending a couple hours knocking out their five acres or whatever it is and hardly any weed eating or anything like that. But there are people that do need their yard, like they're older maybe. Right. And they need someone to maintain it. Older. Yeah, right. Right. So they need that to be maintained. So there's definitely, and I've said this many times, there's definitely a market for that too. And, um, and you know, you, you, you just need to figure out what works for you. It, what's hard is to have that and weekly right. to be splitting that all up right. and being all over the place. Even if it's in the same general area, if there's like, there may be close, like you said, um, you know, you're, not too far from where you are, there's some like developments, you know? So, I mean, the out in Powhatan, these other places, they just have a random development smacked in the right. middle of this rural area. And it's like, now you have all these cookie cutter houses that you could potentially be maintaining. And then you almost have to switch your entire setup for right. these acre properties. And it's like, ah, you know, so that, that can get tedious. Right. So it's right. a, you got to pick and choose. And a lot of guys will come out here from Powhatan, right. from those towns and just spend the day in these, res- right. these HOAs, as we call them, the homeowner association these developments and they'll just spend the whole day knocking these yards right. out you know and, and it's like a totally different thing um so i mean that that's a thing too to right. drive out to like 20 minutes away it's like 20 30 minutes depending on how far in, in Powhatan you have to go so there's something for everyone and 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 for sure there's money to be had you just have to come up with the right setup find the right get enough of them right. so you can make a route with that and sounds like that's what you're kind of doing right. by default right. so right yeah, yeah, because I I had actually tried to advertise into Charlottesville to go into Charlottesville, and it just 
nothing pans and now I'm full, you know, I'm, I'm just full time. Yeah. So I guess that's where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> do, you know, do I, do I change everything? I don't, I don't think so. I right. think it's just, we'll just stick with who, yeah. you know, what's, what's working and right. For sure. For and, and that's that. See, I, I, you know, we've lived around here, not in this, in this particular right. neighborhood, but we were in another neighborhood down, down the road, basically from here, like five, six minutes away. So we were living, renting in that development. And that's kind of where it all became a thing. Route density was kind of by, by default. I mean, I was driving around just trying to get work where I could get it, but I quickly realized, man, if I could just keep building up in the same neighborhood I live in and then all the surrounding neighborhoods. I mean, I just happen to live in this, in this right, area. Like I right. said, the people drive from Powhatan to come to these neighborhoods, which if you can build up a route, then that's profitable. But I just already lived here. So my whole business is based around this whole area. Storage is right down the road. Mm. My uh, mechanic, uh, you know, equipment dealers right down the road. Everything is just all right there. Car wash, self-service car wash. Everything is all right here. So I don't have to be really driving out of my way. And I just have to keep turning down work that's outside of this circle of, of uh, profitability here. You know, we have three main HOAs that uh, fuel my business, basically. Right. You know, we just spend right. a day in each neighborhood, wow. um, day and a half now in two of them. Uh, and so it just, that's just how it works out. But again, I, I like you said, I lived, I lived here, you know, right. but I could have driven out here or, or drive out to Powhatan if I'm looking for those acre yards. Right. So just all about what you kind of are, li where you are and what you want to do and, and just kind of just find what's best for you. So, right. Right. well, thank you, Melvin. I appreciate your time and, and getting to know you a little bit more here on, on the LCR media podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed. And, um, I think you will be heading over onto Paul's podcast. So definitely check out the green industry podcast for more of Melvin's story and listening to Paul and his fun commentary and his <laughs> jokes and uh, his personality over there on the green industry podcast. And uh, uh, we will be hearing more from Melvin and hopefully we'll be seeing you at the GIE sometime either this so. year or next, right? You'll be, oh, be yeah. coming this year. I'm not sure if I'll come this year, but I was there two years ago yeah. and I, yeah. I want to come. I got tickets to go this year, but my dad's turning 90 right at the same time. Ah, so I'm like, yeah. you know, I hear you. Uh, Priority. Yeah, you have to yeah. like. Oh man, I don't think I can do both. You yeah. know, so I don't know. It's gonna. Yeah, I, I, I want to go because I, that's that's a great thing to go to. Yeah, you know. Well, either way, thanks for coming out Absolutely. today, and um, and hopefully you can hang around a little bit and conversate. Some more folks are showing right. up. It's always good to network with some of the local Virginians, even if they're not in your town. It's right. still you can connect on social media, and sometimes you have questions that we can help each other out. So, um, absolutely, so awesome. I appreciate well, it. Well, thanks, Melvin. Thank I appreciate you. it. Hey guys, before you head out, if you could do me a quick favor and go on the podcasting app that you're listening to this episode on and click follow or subscribe, it would mean a lot. Thanks. Mr. Producer here, and if you're enjoying Naylor's podcast, I recommend you head on over to his YouTube channel at LCR and see what else he's doing for the community and become a part of the LCR Media Network. Just click join next to the subscribe button and you'll have instant access to exclusive training videos, a private Facebook group to network with other members, and live streams with Naylor. You'll get access to every YouTube video before anybody else does, and you can even schedule Zoom one-on-one -on -one video calls with the Lawn Care Rookie and talk about anything you may need help with in your business, like best types of equipment, going part-time to full-time, how to get the best route density, finding your ideal clients, finding employees, or just anything else you need help with. Again, all of this exclusive access is for LCR Media Network members only. Just click join next to the subscribe button on the LCR YouTube channel and be a rookie for life. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.